This podcast is made possible by supporters like you. Mahalo. And by Atlas Insurance Agency, Hawaii's largest professional agency, helping Hawaii navigate insurance solutions since 1929. More at atlasinsurance.com. Aloha, my cockle. Welcome to a new episode of What School You Went, uh, where we start every conversation with this question. I'm Ron Mizutani, and today we're going to be talking about high school days, and that's days with a Z-E, right? Uh, the year was 1979-80 yeah. uh, when Bumatai arrived. Uh, we are thrilled to welcome back one of Hawaii's finest sons, comedians, to the program. He's a real gift to, to the islands. I, I, I tell you that now, local star storyteller telling the only... By the way, Hawaiian, Filipino, French, German comedian, possibly in the entire world, right? And and <laughs> Hawaii's first stand-up comic, Mr. Andy Bumatai is here. Everybody oh, go. Mahalo. Thank you so much. Please sit down. Sit down, please. Oh, <laughs> no. you guys. Hey, welcome to the program. Oh, welcome mahalo. back. Yeah. Mahalo, Ron. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah. School Days was, a, that was a, such a fun thing to do. And I got to thank Phil Arnone and, yes. uh, um, you know, uh, uh, Larry and uh, yes. you know and uh, you know all the guys over at KGMP. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was an iconic program. Yeah. Um, which which before we dive into that, I gotta ask. I would say either Bumatai or Junior Boy. What school you went? What school <laughs> oh, you went? Oh, I went Waianae where we shot that that show. Yeah. That was mostly shot uh, at the Waianae High School. In fact, uh, lately I have <clears throat> learned to say it correctly, yes. and I've been, uh, you know, corrected by the new generation. Sure, it said, sure. "Oh no, Waianae, Waianae, get the Okina, brother." It's like Maili, Maili, Nanakuli, Nanakuli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and good. It's, all good. All good. I I respect that. Maui, not Maui. Yeah, Maui. Maui, but it's not Molokai. It's actually Molokai. <gasps> I say Molokai. Well, hey, do as you wish, not as I do. Oh, no. But yeah, the, the Kupuna will tell you Molokai. Oh, we, we got into this whole. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Well, yeah, it's yeah. another. another. Kaimuki, all that stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Hey, go, let's go back to high school days. Um, you know, again, I thought, <clears throat> and if folks listening to this have never seen it, yeah. I urge you, I encourage you to go watch this, this program that Andy, you wrote most of, or all of it. Well, we <laughs> well, and and you and you start as every character yeah, in there, and right. many of them were you. Well, what happened was we went there with a we had a crew and everything except the script. But Larry Fleece at the time mm-hmm. w- said, "You know, Annie, you're so good at just doing stuff, improvising. Why don't I put a set together, and then you just get in there and you goof around, and we'll shoot till you have something, until we have something, and then we'll edit all that together." So I said, oh, okay. And he goes, well, what about the cafeteria lady? And I, then I start going, oh, you know the cafeteria lady. Well, hold on, hold on. And then we threw those costumes together literally there on the set. No kidding. Yeah, and that's, that's how we did it. And all those guys, like, you know, like, uh, you know, the, the, they were based on people I went to high school with. Yes. And, and that's where the, the, the best comedy comes from, sure. you know, when you're not making stuff up. It's coming from, uh, from reality. And we basically faked it. You know, and we made some mistakes, and that's how, that's what, why Ohana, it evolved into Ohana, because my critique of school days was all the characters looked alike. Mm-hmm. So I went, well, let's do another one. And I went, I don't want all the characters to look alike. How can I make looking alike a feature, not a bug? Right. They're a family. 
And oh, that one. We'll get to all in all, yeah, yeah. Hana, in a bit because that between Junior Boy, Honey Girl, and Tutu, and all that. I mean, you really took it to a different level. Oh, yeah. But Thank going back you, to high school days, you know, you, with, <laughs> I still remember the cafeteria scene when Cookie played push, Cookie played push, and and the the uh, the, the the Asian fellow, yeah, uh, uh, you know, measuring <laughs> the yeah. rice the rice balls, <laughs> you know, that was again ahead of your time, and yep. some of that comedy now may not be appreciated by all, yeah. but it's we are the melting pot, and and Hawaii High School and all the high schools were yeah. filled with that. But you know that in my act, I used to have to differentiate between um, local comedy and ethnic comedy. Okay, and the difference is local comedy has insight into the culture. Mm-hmm. Okay, if I do a Japanese joke or a Filipino joke or a Samoan joke, the people who are those particular races like it because they understand. And, and but it's a fine line, right? You got to know when not to cross it. Uh, well. It, it, to a degree. Right. right. It's easy to test. Yes. You know, if you can't tell a Samoan joke in a room full of Samoan people, right. don't tell the joke. Yeah, be smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I, when you look back at the, what you guys accomplished then, again, uh, and if all of that was, most of that was ad-libbed and impromptu, yeah. it's brilliant, Andy. Oh, thank you. But, you know, <laughs> it's one of those things where, you know, uh, Larry Fleece, he would hang out me at that point and going, do you ever stop? You know, because even after we filled, ah, I'm goofing around and the thing. And he goes, look at this with the energy on the yeah. things. And that's what he saw to capture. But again, you know, I, I was 25 at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I was, you know, experiencing the highlight of my career. And so I was like on cloud nine all the time, you know. Wow. You know, without drugs and we, without drinking at the time. I drank a little, but everyone thought I was on cocaine, which was the hot product right. at them. And I said, what? Cocaine? That just seemed like an awful lot of money just to be nervous. <laughs> if I want to be nervous, I'll just go hang out with my dad. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with my hands and I grind my teeth the same thing. Right, so. right. Uh, it reminds me of the late Robin Williams talking about the old black and white film. You know, and then they would go to the shoot the Babe Ruth scenes. And if yeah. you look at back in the old black and white, yeah. everything is kind of sped up, right? Yeah. Speed up. So you would see, uh, gosh, I know this is podcast yeah. world, but you'd see Babe Ruth, you know, taking a swing at his bat, but it would be really, really fast, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, and, and <laughs> Robbie Williams said it wasn't anything to do with the film. He was on cocaine. <laughs> he was, of course, he wasn't. On cocaine. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I met yeah. him and uh, we hung out a little bit uh, one time. What a wonderful and Surprising to hear it, humble person. He was quiet when he was on his own and he was him, you know, amazing. You know, thank you for bringing that up because so many of um, the people that we've lost who make us laugh, Uh, uh, Robert Williams. uh, Rap. Rap. uh, um, Don't start me. Chris Farley. I mean, we could go down the list of, of comedians who make us laugh. There's a part of them that was in pain. Right. Or, 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 or really, de- you know, that's, devastating pain enough to, to take their lives. That's where comedy comes from. Right. People don't know, you know? Yeah. They're always surprised when they see a comic play a dramatic part. Right. And they go, wow, this guy really knows how to pull in the sad emotion. Guess what? That's his act without that panel ply, you know? Yeah. Did it apply to you, Andy? I'm going to dive oh, into it. Oh, man. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, you know, I mentioned it in the last show that we did. Where you know it it was it was how I hid 
You know, I had bad teeth. I had no money. I had terrible clothes. Often was beat up. My dad, you know, this right here, straight right from my father, this scar on my chin. You know, and when you go to school like that, I, I mean, you know, quarter for excursion. We had to pay quarter, right? <laughs> no. No. Well, you don't need that. Stay home. Quarter. Lunch? Forget it. Lunch money? Oh, just, you know, you don't need lunch, you know. I mean, it was, it was, you know, so when, and then, you know, when you're trying to be cool in high school, the people who had it together financially with nice clothes and good haircut and, you know, six kids in our family, nobody graduated from high school. That was my father. He called it book learning. You know what I mean? And it's just like, wow. So you either, you either Deal with it how you can. I was lucky I had comedy mm -hmm. and I could make people laugh. And my brother had it too. And most of my brothers, they're all, they're all kind of funny and, you know, in that way. But it was us trying to survive, yeah. you know, and that's where it comes from. That, 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 that makes a lot of sense. And you can, you can see how that manifests itself. And sometimes people can cope and find alternatives to release that. Some people just yeah. say, I'm, I'm tapping out. <clears throat> but just let me say... If you feel like that, anyone out there who's listening, you are not alone. Amen. There are people that can help you. There are numbers you can call. You are not alone. Thank you for reminding folks that because you're not, you're not alone in any of this journey, even though you feel like it. You know, um, you, you dropped out of school. That's no secret. Yeah. Um, but your message, even in your young years as a, as a comic, was stay in school. Uh, yeah, and even though I remember some along the well, way, Steve Martin said that this is a young man's game, comedy, yeah. sport, sport, comedy, young young man's sport. Yeah. What are your thoughts on those two elements? Well, first of all, I, I quit school because my dad kicked me out of the house when I was fifteen, so I had to get a place to stay. I had to get a job. I remember walking to my dishwasher job as everybody was going to their graduation. Wow. It was one of those moments where I went, you know, ah. But guess what? I had to pay rent. I had to, you know, I had bills. I was 15, right? So <clears throat> when I, um, you know, got through that and worked past it, I go back and I tell the kids, you can't pick your parents, but you can pick the kind of parent you want to be. Good. Okay? And staying in school is important. You don't think of it at the time. I, I'm going to be free when I, you know, I, I'm only the house. I don't need to make my bed. I don't need to wash dishes. I don't need to do anything. My mother tell me I'm going to be on my own. And then you're on your own and you got to wash dishes and you got to wash your clothes. But now you got to pay bills on top of that. You know, what I think the, the school, the school should teach is how to survive. What does first, last, and deposit mean? Mm -hmm. What does the basics of when you get out of high school. It's not everybody goes to college, sure. right? They teach us Spanish in high school. Well, you know, donde esta la biblioteca? How did that help me at all? They should have taught me, here's how you rent an apartment. This is what happens when you don't pay your light bill. <laughs> this is the real cost of a car, yep. insurance, gas, you know, maintenance, whatever. Why don't they teach that? I, I don't yeah. understand it. But stay in school, it's the best free education you'll <laughs> ever get if you apply yourself. Yep. You can learn all the arithmetic you like and, right. and still wear your cut shirt if you need to. Let's, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, um, All in the Ohana came out. That was your second bigger project, and you said you wanted to make it different, and you definitely raised the, the bar. I mean, you had all of those characters that you yeah. played, 
Um, you even had a guest from the, you know, Linda Kobo stopping by the house. I mean, just how did you, how did you, that all come about? Well, that, that was, that was all Larry Fleece. Okay. That was, that show was actually written. Okay. Larry, we, he, we had worked together once. Now he went, you know what? I'm going to have a plot. And I'm, and there were times you have to understand in that show, unlike the first one, I was playing five characters and they had to interact. So I had to do all my scenes in one costume to someone reading a script, interact, and then do the other one. So at most, in, at, in most cases, I was lost. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what I was talking about. This is how it would go. Imagine me, you know, in, in Junior Boy going, so what? And they wouldn't do that. Why not? Why, why, why they never just, you know, eat more? Two. Why two? You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, what am I even yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. But Larry would try to be the other person as best you can, and the editing in that, oh my God, was Brian Fuhrer with the makeup, you know, Debbie Rago with the hair, and uh, <laughs> it, 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 you know, and I got all the credit. Yeah, and I was lost through the most of that. Interesting, too. interesting, because you, you know, I'm wondering if you have to keep changing costumes. That uh, would make no sense. Well, yeah. the, the tutu costume took yeah. five hours to get into. Who, who, I, I'm sorry, I forget what tutu was like. You know, and the hardest part about doing tutu is she talks slow. So when you do her, I mean, it just took forever, right? So I'm trying to improvise. In the, true story. I'm in the tutu audience, I mean, in the costume, in between takes, they're redoing the set. I'm killing time. I'm in Waimanalo. I'm skateboarding yeah. outside in the tutu costume, ah. right? This car comes around full of bradas. They just see somebody skateboarding, and they got to swerve because, whoa, right? They get, uh, and why do you come so fast right here? I'm going to hit you with my knee. Oh, bro, you. Oh, wow, bro, look. Hey, Tutu Saya. <laughs> oh, I never know you rip. <laughs> Good fun, though. Yeah, oh, but it was, and it was, and I, for, you forget you're in the, and then I went, wait a minute. Yeah. Comedy saves me again. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And then, you know, Dad and Honey Girl. Uh, well, you know. Real people, though, for you. Well, again, uh, you know, it, it was a family, right? And it, I never realized, even at the time when I was shooting it, uh, there were only two men in that, and there were three women, and I played three women. The hardest scene for me to do was the disco scene, yeah. because everything else I shot was in a house by myself. Nobody, you know, right? I mean, in the be a girl, how are you? I can who do a disco in a short skirt <laughs> with a whole bunch of actual real people. I was like, oh, make hey, I don't go outside. I feel, you know, and then. I decided just <clears throat> embrace it. Yes, yes. Right. Yeah. When you look back at that, um, does it feel weird? Does it, I mean, or... No. Yeah. It I mean, doesn't, you know, I'll tell you what, we accidentally did an evergreen thing. See, in the first show, we, we showed uh, gas prices, we showed license plates, we showed, we learned a lot on the first one. Mm -hmm. On the second one, we didn't do that, hoping that <clears throat> as time went on, the young kids and the kids like it because they look at it like kind of like a cartoon, right? Right, and but, but it was like a, a not a, a not a spinoff, but it was basically uh, uh, Archie Bunker. 
all in the family. Oh yeah, if you yeah, will. Well, yeah. All in yeah. the Ohana, all in, all the, in family. the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so the, it was, but you just you brought it home. Yeah, and yeah. and you know, and again, I didn't write it. Larry yes. Fleece was possible with 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 the timing and stuff. And when he directed me, there were times when he had to say, "Will you concentrate? <laughs> Would you stay on what we're doing?" Because you know, I have that you know the attention span of a gnat, right? So, <clears throat> and at twenty five, I was worse. Yeah. You look what look what I'm like now. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, one more one more question. I'm going to ask you. Um, on the top, on the top, that scene with the, with you driving. That, of course, that was twenty years later. But man, you were on the top, and you still are on the top when it comes to comedy. Uh, I don't people, know. oh no, hey, God bless Augie and all the boys. And are they still making people laugh? Well, Tomorrow, but you are still. You set the standard. I think. Um, you know, and there was rap and everybody else. Yeah, God bless. But you you set the bar, and you still people still are compared well to, to Andy Bumatai. The, the times were different then, yeah. right? Even even rap to some extent, but rap had a had another issue. So he wasn't a best. He wasn't a decent businessman. I wasn't a good businessman either, but I was way better than most people. And I had uh, Kimo McVeigh, who you know had his issues, but also understood marketing and promotion. And I had that machine behind me, right? Today, when you look at like Frank DeLima, you don't associate him to a television show. Right, you look at Tumua as well as he's doing drawing people. You don't associate him to something that's ever, evergreen. You do a stand-up show; it's a one-off. Boom, it's over. You do television like Ohana. I was lucky because I have this thing that people relate to, even though most of the people that watch it see me now and go, "Oh, wow, boy, Kim Ola." <laughs> I was just watching a tape. You look way different, bro. Say, hey, you know what? The tape is forty years old. You freak. <laughs> okay, no, it makes sense too, and and yeah. and um, yeah, I I agree with you. You got to keep reinventing yourself. Technology, as you know, yeah, uh, with with uh, even the the content you're generating today, it's it's all about technology. Well, we do, you know, I do a, a online show. Go to you know Andy Bumatai show on YouTube if you want to see some of the stuff I'm doing there. But yeah, it's the it's you know again, I had TV back when there were only three stations, and Tumua has Instagram. You know, that's yeah. that's the difference, right? Even yeah. though that aspect ratio drives me nuts. Right, right. <laughs> the ratio, the reach is so broad. Well, yeah. no, yeah. it's no, it's the aspect yeah, ratio. No, I hear you, yeah, but I hear yeah, you, yeah, I don't care about the reach. I'm just like, <laughs> it's like, like all the guys like Roger Staubach and uh, Joe Montana. Yeah. And then they hear the contract that some of these guys are making. You're like, oh my gosh. God. But things have changed. Yeah. Yeah, things have changed. You've been a part of that legacy, so I, I want to let you know. Thank you, bro, for making oh, me laugh. You're very welcome. Thank bro. you for making me laughter is the <laughs> food for our soul, and you've fed me and my family and and, and all of our families in a way for so many years. And I truly do believe you're uh, a gift. Oh, Tutu, mahalo, if you don't bro. mind signing off for us. Oh, mahalo, nui, loa, for joining us. Join us next week. And I hope I'm around for another episode of eh, What School You Went? And what? You ain't go on horse, car, or rail? Oh, until next time. Mahalo nui loa kako. Eh, ko uhoa aloha. Yeah. <laughs> Ah!
What School You Went is a PBS Hawaii production. Music by Taimani Garner. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and tell your friends. You can find us on pbshawaii.org and everywhere you get your podcasts.